beats. Newborn beats. That's our, that's our new SoundCloud. Oh my god. At Newborn Beats. Holy shit. Created so by the Hot Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> None of our branding makes sense. <laughs> but I mean, hey guys, it. we're Newborn Beats. And this is our first song out, out of the womb. Out the womb. <laughs> out of the womb. Yeah, music. Welcome to the Hot Podcast where we are named after food. And then we start the episode by talking about music. <laughs> and now we are going to talk about video games. Right now? So, <laughs> yes, as this is a video game podcast. Oh, what? For real? Since when? Yes. How long? <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me we're on Spotify. <laughs> actually, we're also on Stitcher. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to get us on Stitcher. Really? I'm into this. I didn't, I didn't know that you were on, you were on that hustle. Yeah, we have to be on all the platforms so people can, and also YouTube, so people can actually. I'm working on it. Okay, I've got to drop a fucking thumbnail for literally every episode. I got to go back and it's listen okay, to every no, single episode. It's a shared job, Maggie. It's a shared. It's a cross. We have to share the load. Share the load. Hot podcast number sixteen. <laughs> share the load. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another rousing episode of the Hot Podcast. This is episode number 16. It is a beautiful day outside. I'm your host, Trucy. Wow. And in front of me, but through a screen, because socially distanced, is your dear co-host, Maggie. She says deer because if I was a furry, I'd be a deer. (laughs) That's pretty good. I love antlers. I'd be a... What would I be? I was not going to say wolf. (laughs) It's like... No, we talked about this. I said bear, and you were like bear, and I said oh, they yeah. punch. <laughs> they do the. That's true. That's yeah. true. I'd be a I'd be a little bear cub. The cutest little bear cub. Small, small, small bear cub, or a bub, as we call them on the streets. Do we? All right. <laughs> um, how? Let's start off with our, Let's start off with our weekly appetizers. The section of the podcast where we give you the viewer. And listener, a recap of our lives. Because why else would you be listening to this podcast? Maggie, would you like to start? Sure, I will. Since you've taken the, the lead, Captain. Um, so this, this, this past week, I've been uh, <laughs> I've been doing not a lot. I've been doing a lot of um, self-help stuff. I've been playing Don't Starve Together with Ashley, who unfortunately couldn't make it to this podcast due to a nap. <laughs> due to me running her over with a, with a car. That's what it was. Because she didn't answer the, the call. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> that's okay, don't worry about it. Um, I'm not upset. I, hey, that's, listen, listen. No, don't get no, upset. upset. She doesn't listen to this anyways. <laughs> You just read. <laughs> You're totally right. <laughs> oh, for our listeners, just... Ashley doesn't listen to our podcast, which is, you know what, par for the course, frankly. Oh my god. Okay, hot podcast number fifteen. My is okay. Hot podcast number sixteen. Fuck Ashley. Hot <laughs> <laughs> oh, podcast seventeen. The end of the hot podcast. <laughs> How I single-handedly lost all of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, oh my god. Yeah, so uh we've been playing we've been playing Don't Starve together, which is super fun. And 
my, my my siblings have been watching Naruto, so I've been rewatching it with them when they're upstairs to do that. And then um, I've been learning Norwegian. I don't know. Does that count as a game? Duolingo? Yeah, sure. <laughs> cool. Whatever. I don't right. have a. I'm not gonna dock points. <laughs> you fucking. You're not gonna dock points. How will I win I the like dog a show? <laughs> a rubric. Hmm. Is that so, Ashley? You don't have anything uh, game-related to bring to the weekly video game podcast. Interesting. That's very interesting. <laughs> as I'm like, I have like a clipboard <laughs> and a pen, and I'm dressed in like a hot secretary outfit. Nice. I like that you specify hot secretary outfit. Like any secretaries are not hot. It's true. No, it's very, it's incredibly true. Every single secretary. If you're a secretary and you're listening to the podcast, you're hot. It's fact. Doesn't matter what you wear. Doesn't matter what you look like. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It's just a fact. Fire. I was gonna say I used to work as a receptionist for a spa, and um, halfway through my first week, I had a run with the owner, and she looked me in the face and went, "You know, I don't hire ugly people. I I hire only girls to be the receptionist, and because you know it's the face of the spa, and this is like a, a glamorous spa, they have to be gorgeous. So, I hope that makes you feel good about yourself." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What?" Um, Whoa! What? <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was also a terrible job. <laughs> Very under the table, but um. Oh no! Yeah. So funny. Anyways, how was your week, Juicy? That's so. That's like what the fuck? That's so. That's so fucked. I know the entire job was fucked. But um. Just so you know, if you're ugly, get the fuck out. Like what? Well, I mean, I'd been working. Like she already hired me. She didn't tell me that. Like while I was being hired, she waited until I was there for like half a week, and then she went. Just so you know, I was like, okay, like. Can't you just like call me pretty? Yeah, right. Why does like, it have to be this weird? weird? <laughs> like, I don't know what to say exactly. here. Okay, my week mm-hmm. has been eventful. I have been writing original characters it is my final fantasy 14 character agatha Mm. and this is probably the greatest thing that has happened to my artistic brain Mm -hmm. because writing all the all the head cannons and oc stuff and just challenging myself to think about how my character who is deaf and trans would deal with being the main character of a Final Fantasy storyline is incredibly fun and incredibly challenging. And it's like, if I didn't have friends in the deaf community and, like, a bunch of lived-in experience of being with all my cool deaf friends, I would not be able to write that shit. Mm -hmm. But, wow, it's, it's really... I really enjoy writing deaf characters in fantasy settings because it's like... There's so much shit you can do, but in the in the main story, there's a character that loses her sight. Mm-hmm. But Square Enix is like, oh, but like it's okay. She's just she can just sense the magic and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's literally like no change to anything of her character. And I'm like, that's not how disability works, Square Enix. They also don't believe you... in black people. So like, what are you expecting? They really don't. They hate the black people. And I think that's just all. Okay, if you ever <clears throat> want to see the most tangible form of Square Enix not liking black people, just look at Yustola from Final Fantasy XIV. 
because she is it's y apostrophe mm-hmm. s h t o l a and she is a beautiful cat woman who i love very much she is my wife okay and she um she starts in the game as being brown she is brown and then like five updates later and she is just like white as white as snow and i'm like how did this happen what what is this yeah this isn't even like sun kiss this is like she's brown sorry i meant like all of the google image searches she's white there's like it's not even yeah, it's, I, I yeah i hate it i i i hate it well square enix i hate it looking at the camera like like i'm talking to square enix man mr mr enix himself well Mr. Enix, what are you gonna it's, do about it's this? It's incredibly, it's it's incredibly disappointing. But that's why I have my OCs and headcanons and backstories and overarching storylines that I can write, doing the research and giving good representation. Because Jesus fucking Christ, if I could like, if I had a magic genie lamp, mm-hmm. I would use one of those wishes. Mm-hmm. To make the hot bunny women real. <clears throat> Number two, <laughs> I would have every single piece of fiction that is ever created to have at least one deaf character. Because come the fuck on, there is nothing for deaf characters. Like, we got Netflix's Dragon Prince mm-hmm. with General Amaya, and, like, that's it, buddy. That's it. Come on. I gotta say, whenever I do see deaf representation in a show, it's usually medieval. And it's usually like, oh, he lost his hearing seven seven winters ago due to a carnivore wolf attack or some shit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But they're never, like, attentive and, like, do research into deaf culture and stuff to integrate that shit. It's just trash. And I hate it. The only good representation I've seen in media recently was uh, Ruby Rose in John Wick 2. Please watch it. It's so fucking good. She's, one, androgynous. (laughs) Two, amazing. So fucking, like, flexible and fluid and amazing with her her choreography and uh, the fight sequences. Three, a strong actress for the mute representation in the entirety of the movie, actually learning sign language for specific shots. Like, she, oh. like oh, I, wow. I would die. I would let her step on me. She'd be like, hm. oh, wow. and she'd like point a gun at my face and I'd be like, here, let me move the hair out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, straight shot. up. Like, you want me to open my eye? Like, I don't, whatever you want, please. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Please. And, and she's hot. Yes! Let me show you. <laughs> Let me show okay, you. Okay, all right, all right. Welcome to the Hot Podcast, <sighs> where we, where we live, do the do the do the hotness analysis. <sighs> okay, sorry. This is not her in the movie. This is just what she looks like. And um, Ruby Rose is one hell of a name. Oh, oh, <laughs> are you fucking new? One hell of a name for one hell of an individual. Let me tell you, it's on. Oh wow, she's hot. She's so hot. Ugh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not important. Alright. This alright, okay. Um so, uh, I've that's that's it. That's it. I've just been writing OC stuff and drawing a lot because it 
it elicits the creative fire in me, and it's incredibly fun. I I love it. If you want, if you would like to see all of my head cannons and my OC bullshit, it will be in the description of this podcast episode on my Twitter. So yeah, what else have I been? I've been playing Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. I thought we said the, the Zodiac remake. Killer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So Final Fantasy XII Zodiac That's Killer on PS4, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> That's why nobody could figure out who it was, because it was Final Fantasy XII. Yeah. That's a good game. I enjoy RPGs that are single player, but play like MMO Combat. It's a, it's not a very popular um, opinion, but that's why I love Xenoblade so much. Xenoblade 1 and Final Fantasy XII. And also Fran is in Final Fantasy XII, and if, like women... She is a treat. Do you like bunnies? Do you like women? Do you like to be stepped on? Well. Do you like stilettos? Do you like tall, massive women that could kick your head off of your body clean? Yes. <laughs> and she only says like one word a week? Hot. Good. Good shit. That's like sexual awakening number zero. Number zero? Yeah, like the first one. Like, if you didn't even know what sex was, that'd be like, that's it. Like, we're in. <laughs> that's it. We're in. We figured it out. Um, All right. So. Somebody give me a sign. Just like how we're in on the, se- <laughs> on the sex, we are also in on our main course. Oh, my God. This is the part of the podcast where we will each bring to the table a delicious news article from assorted gaming news websites like Destructoid.com, Polygon.com, Kotaku.com, GameRadar, Silicon Era, the good stuff, and Maggie, would you like to start? I guess so. Uh, So, my my little bit of um, video game news is that today being uh, April 24th, it's uh, about one week prior to the announced game reveal of Returnal, which is a wonderfully cool psychological horror game, uh, sci-fi. Everything about it is going to be fucking swell as hell. Really excited for it. House Marquee has announced that you can now officially, one week before actual release, start to preload your games so even the shittiest internet connection will get you uh, ready to go because the game devs have um hyped up the idea that they want infinite replayability so the premise of this game if you did not watch the vgas and you have no idea about this announcement is a roguelike sci-fi first person shooter with a horrorscape ideal and new like uh what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, like generative uh, landscapes as well as enemies to fight. So your entire premise is essentially win. But every time you die, you restart in a new world with new enemies, new landscapes, new everything. It sounds so fucking cool. The trailers were amazing and it's coming out in a week. So that's super exciting. And the devs are so hyped for it, you can officially preload the whole game one week in advance. Which is insane, because I don't think usually they allow you preloads until the night before. So, I'm so fucking excited for this. They're doing the Lord's work. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Returnal. Right. I've seen I've seen bits and pieces, and it, it looks heckin' dope. It is. That name is dumb as fuck, though. 
returnal. Yeah, it's not great. It's not. It it's quite stupid. <laughs> if I if, if <laughs> in my humble opinion. What was that one game they announced during the VGAs? Like Triangle Force or something? A, a, a Project Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy. Fucking love Triangle Strategy. Yeah. It's, it's got the same feeling. It's very much like, oh, this is the placeholder name because it kind of makes sense. And then they're just like, yeah, it's been like three years on production. We've just been calling it that. Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, it's just like awful. It's not great. Although I don't like, I mean, it's not like they were going to call it like Miranda's Revenge. <laughs> the Return of the Sith in space. Like, it's not going to happen. Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> I think I think that game name is fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, we'll see, because I'm excited for it, and I might... I don't like to buy things on release. I usually like to give them about a week or so, depending on, but, um... Yeah, never, never... I never pre-order anything, oh, no, ever, no. ever anymore. Maggie's Hot Tips, pre-ordering something usually results in a cyberpunk uh, 2077 situation, so don't do that. Just, just save your money. Take a minute. Oh, yeah. You don't need it that bad. It, like it, I get it if you're like a kid, because when I was like 13, it'd be like, oh wow, I can secure my copy of the new Pokemon game, because mm. you're like you're a kid, you don't give a shit if the game's good or yeah. not. You'll just you'll do it. You'll just play it's it. It's gonna be fucking retro. It's gonna be nostalgic. It doesn't matter what it is. It's gonna be trash. It's gonna be trash. A lot of games that you play as a kid are just garbage, but you don't really care because you're like, whoa, video games. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. And now I have a critical eye, and I. I'm skeptical and or hate almost everything that I enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's what it is to be an adult. To enjoy things, but be so critical and hate them so deeply that you, uh, you enjoy them, but only reluctantly. Just like the previously mentioned character, Fran. Yes. Yes, I love her. But also, dear fucking god, her entire design is- and also Viera as- a whole, the entire Final Fantasy race, is literally the most male gazy shit I have ever. It's like, all right, <clears throat> okay, someone was like, just, just, can we just make the Playboy bunnies like a race in Final <laughs> Fantasy? And also, you know what's great is that their armor, in like the air quotes, armor is just lingerie with like a little like pretty veil that just hangs like from their like over their belly button and vagina and i'm like that'll surely reflect the the, the Fyraga spells being tossed at you and, and and they have like their their feet are biologically like they're like rabbit feet because they're rabbit people and they're so fucked up that they literally cannot function live walk properly without wearing these tight ass stiletto heels like bitch what what excuse me like what point of evolution made it so you needed to wear stilettos that's the question what do you what do you mean this garter belt makes you bulletproof that, that's <laughs> dumb that's fucking stupid yeah god i you know what it, this is what I mean by I appreciate things, but also I hate them because I am old now. Mm. And it's that, like, yes, video games as a medium are male gays first because that's who plays video games most, apparently. Until you read the survey that, surprise, girls play video games. What? Girls play video game? It's true. Video's game played by girls? 
I know, right? It's almost like they didn't add in the option to make your character a female just for some weird, gross fetish that boys have. Which, by the way, weird, weird tangent, but can I just say... I really miss when Atlas would offer you the option to play as a girl through the Persona games because three golden was like You mean the you mean the one? <laughs> you mean the one game? Which was the best! Let me fuck Akihiko! It is the best! I'm not fighting you! I, I hate it! I do too! I really hate it. I hate it so much. And I don't want this fucking Persona 5 bullshit where it's like, is Yusuke maybe gay? Can you maybe have flirtatious conference? I'm like, no! If I can't suck yeah. his dick behind the 7-Eleven, what am I doing? <laughs> I need to be able to suck his dick at less. Listen. Let me suck his dick. I understand the idea, <laughs> like, okay, maybe since 3 there haven't been boys who are worthy of the dick sucking. Okay, I get it. But it's you introduced, um, I don't even remember his name, Itoi, the, uh, the gunsmith in fucking 5. And you're telling me I can't- EY. EY, thank you. You're telling me I can't back alley suck this fucking replica gun maker's dick? You're telling me I can't? He was made for back alley dick He was made for back alley dick sucking. He was literally, like, if you look in the concept art, you will see, like, fucking the main character just sucking his entire huge, huge cough. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm fucking saying. And they came out with royals, and they were like, here's a gymnast character, and she's so cute. And I was like, can I play as her, though? Can I play as her and then go about fucking the boys? I, I, I really love that once the trailer came out and they saw her character, everyone I know was like, oh my god, they're doing female main character again. Everyone lose their shit. And then it's like, because that's what everyone wants. Yes. You know what was great about Persona, Persona 3 Portable was that you had like, in the, 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 the fourth option, I think, third or fourth option of whatever you can choose, mm-hmm. it's always, like, a whack-ass dialogue option, and that's how people, like, dictate, oh, this is the canon of the main character as, like, their own character. Mm-hmm. So Persona 3, like, male protagonist, is just a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just mean. Persona 4's character is <laughs> just a weirdo, mm-hmm. but when Persona 3 Portable came out, they did the total opposite of the male protagonist and they made the female protagonist have her own unique dialogue lines and she was like like the hottest girl at school yes like, you want this she is she is girl boss she was amazing she was light and bubbly but she was also compassionate and like good at extending herself and being available and a good communicator and a good leader and she was perfect have you played Pers- uh, pq persona q yes so in PQ, there's literally a dialogue option where she shows up and she's just like, for, for our listeners who don't know, uh, she shows up and she's just like, oh my god, I'm so glad that you guys are okay. And everyone's like, who are you? Because I guess it's not canon. But she's just like, ah, that's, well, so long as you're fine. And I'm like, what the fuck? This, not only is she the best girl, she's over here being like, my friends don't remember me. That's okay. So long as they're okay. That's all I care about. And I'm like, you are the strongest person I've ever met. If I went into a fucking deep dark dungeon and Trucy, I saw you and I was like, Trucy, you're safe. And you were like, who the fuck is this bitch? I'd be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I would just cry. <laughs> like you would find me because there'd be a trail of water. <laughs> I would be sobbing. You're just like, all right, just catch me at the Burger King. <laughs> That's what it is. Catch me at the Burger King. I'll be uh, oh my God. tears deep in a fucking chicken junior. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> 
Oh. Um, is that all your news? Yeah, that's literally it. I couldn't think of anything else. Like, I didn't care about all the other stories. A lot of it was like modern warfare and like. Also, PlayStation is now. Uh, they, I guess they've teamed up with Steam so that all of the PlayStation games on Steam are all all going to take you back to a separate tab. That's just like basically these games are also available on the PlayStation or PlayStation exclusives that are now available on Steam. So that's kind of fun. But um, that's really cool, right? I thought it was that's... really. That is incredibly cool, right? I thought it was nice, but I'm like, we'll see because this is still a new story. So we'll like, there's not really much yes. to it right now. So I want to, but we'll come back to it. Tell, tell right. me your news. Well, on the same note as, get ready for this segue. On the same note as Sony, being not garbage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have also backstepped on their PlayStation Vita store closing. And, dear listeners, when I say that our cries were heard, I mean that I threatened. <laughs> it may, might have threatened someone at gunpoint at and gun done point. my secret Vita magic. And here we are. So, if you would like to donate and send me money to send your gratitude, <laughs> I have included my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I've included my Venmo, she says. Let's... No, like, I, it's... Thank god. And and they made, like, a statement that was taking, like, the video game preservation angle. But it's like, fuck off, Sony. Fuck, fuck, fuck off. Can I be a cynical it... prick for, like, three seconds? Sure. Do you think? Because you, you also mentioned that people were, like, heavy buying up titles off the PS Vita and, like, the PS3 store, right? After they they yeah. heard this leak, do you think after that explosion in sales, they were like, maybe we won't, maybe we'll leave it because pe- people clearly are uh, intrigued by these things. And well, I I I didn't because like once we had, they gave out like approximate dates that they would start closing stuff. Mm-hmm. So because I am not made out of money, yes, I my my plan was just to wait until like two days before the deadline and then just do that Mm -hmm. but man don't do that like that's just a bad idea yeah (laughs) yeah so thanks sony thanks if you bully corporations enough they'll give in because they'll have no money to take yeah hit him in the wallet so yeah, always bully corporations. They don't have emotions. They're not people. They are corporations. Fuck them. Unless you live in America, because they passed a law way back in 2014 that made it so corporations can be uh, considered individuals for tax purposes. That's so stupid. Oh, I know. It was, it was fucking atrocious. That's awful. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, you know what isn't awful? Living in Canada? No, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, that's that's actually quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> Living in Ontario was quite bad. I'm talking about <laughs> the near replicant remake available now on consoles. Now, this is a game very near and dear to my heart. Very near, very near to your heart. Very near well, to your really heart. Funny, Maggie. Holy ah! shit, you're so funny. <laughs> So funny, I'm laughing so much and laughing so hard at how funny you are. Uh, I'm so funny. <laughs> On Steam and PlayStation 4, 
this is a good, good remake of an incredibly old PlayStation 3 game. That played like shit. Are you sneezing or dabbing? I was coughing. Oh. <laughs> okay, just checking. That game played like dog shit. But the writing is, without any exaggeration, the best fucking video game writing I have ever witnessed in my life. Like, at that point, Nier was it. It was, like, the pinnacle. It's good. I'm not gonna say anything about it, but good representation, good, good, literally, it's just, it's just a good one. And now that they fix the only glaring problem, which is that it literally costs your life points, and it erases your blood from your body to play the PlayStation 3 version, it's really bad. Uh, now it's fun! So, it's basically a perfect video game now. Wow. It only and, took how many years? Yeah. And maybe people that liked Nier Automata will see, oh, this has the same four-letter word, Nier, on it. So that means that they'll buy the game for sure and then realize that They've been the gameplay is drastically different because they're not licensed by Platinum Games anymore. And maybe like if we cross our fingers and pray that they'll stay for the amazing writing and storytelling less ass less ass but it's there's still ass so so don't worry kids less doesn't mean none fact exactly we still got our ass there's just not as much as the game with 2b in it the game that created the globally known 2b.zip file 2b.zip that, that's a good file that's a good one i have no idea what that is <laughs> it's a good it was uh yoko taro i think yoko taro put up the he's the guy who made the whole shebang yes uh he was ba he basically tweeted out like give show me all of your 2b porn i want it give it to me so there is now <laughs> There is now just a giant master post of a zip file that's just, this is for, like, just, just 2b.zip, all the 2b porn in one zip, and it's just, that's, here you go, Yoko Taro-san, you asked for it, and we deliver. What the fuck? We the artists. You know what? It's great. I love that, actually. That happens a it's... lot more than I expect. Well, the creator of the whole thing just going, like, give me your porn. I want to see it. That's it, pretty dope. Oh, yeah. South Park did the same thing. They were like, why? You know, they're kids. You know what? Show us what you got. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And they made an episode about it. It was really fun. Show us what you're packing. Yeah, right? That was what it was. It's <laughs> oh. pretty great. So, yeah, anytime I see that, I'm like, wow. What the fuck? Damn. Big fan. All right. Real, real quick article here is just about uh warframes annual warframe con that they have called tenocon tenocon they're doing it again i attended last year's tenocon and it was a all digital event okay where they basically have like a they have a huge in-game lobby where you can chill with your friends and they basically show you the huge super rad announcements for the game mm. 
and you get prizes and stuff for being there and it's just pleasant so it was a very cool online presentation and it's going to be another cool online presentation this year and they're also just get my tablet mm -hmm. so i can name drop let's see so they're offering three digital packs for tenocon that offer real life merchandise and digital cosmetics the so the developer mm -hmm. digital extremes based in london ontario they'll also be making a donation to the unity project for relief of homelessness which is an inclusive nonprofit that provides supportive housing and emergency shelter. Digital Extremes is pretty cool, and they've they've done this at, like regularly. Like they're they're known for just being cool. Yeah. And that's um, that was that that, that was a quote from Cass Marshall's article about it on Polygon. Wait, so thank the, you. The Cass. quote was Digital Extremes is known for being cool. Oh no! It was the thing about the the, the stuff that I had to get my tablet for oh, to talk enough. about okay. the Unity Project for Relief of Homelessness. That's dope. Kill the homelessness. Kill it until it is not dead. the homeless. No, what? We have to, them need to be alive. <laughs> homelessness. Kill that. And last on my news is the limited edition, limited run games has recently announced. Bug Fables, the everlasting sapling for Switch and PS4, along with a collector's edition that, if you'll just Google this quickly, Maggie, has a plush of Vi, the little bee, a soundtrack, a huge-ass fucking box, and enamel pins of the main characters. They also have spy cards that are like little Magic the Gathering cards, looks like. Of characters oh. in the game and a little paper craft diorama because the game takes heavy inspiration from Paper Mario, the video game series that Nintendo has given up on. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Anyways, these if if you're not acquainted with limited run games, these are all region free and usually they are open pre orders for a limited time and I am a regular customer of them, and all of their shit is dope as hell. So pre-orders close on Sunday, May 23rd, 2021 at 11.59pm Eastern Time. So get on that shit if you like Bug Fables, which is a good-ass game. I will let everyone know how I feel about it next week, because I purchased it at the the behest of uh, one Yasmin friend of a podcast, name drop, and uh, have, have yet to play. <laughs> so, soon, soon. Yasmin has sent in emails before, so... Yeah, and we love her. We adore her. We love her. We stan Yasmin. She, I also was I was able to also drag her into my Final Fantasy XIV OC headcanon crafting hole. And That's how you know she's quality. It's, <clears throat> it's very good. One last plug that I forgot to mention during my, during my week mm. in the weekly appetizer section. Mm. <sighs> Maggie, have you heard of a webcomic called Scoob and Shag. No. <laughs> no. But I I should have. I should have heard of this. This is... And last week I told you that Tim Rogers was like the best thing on the internet. Yes. Scratch that. Now hold on. Scoob and Shag what is... the Hold on. <laughs> Scoob and Shag is a webtoon about... 
Scooby and Shaggy, and it's just it it, it appears like a. It, if if you go on if you go on the, on the page it says comedy and horror. So um. What? Sh Shag Scoob and Shag, is uh, it starts off like a shit post. It's like it's like Zoing Scoob, where's the like where's the mayonnaise? And he it, it's like a, like a shitty like pencil drawing, like it's all shitty pencil drawings, and it's just like shag saying shaggy's just saying a bunch of <laughs> yes a bunch of different versions of zed words <clears throat> like zaboomafoo's scoob and shit like that and then the next panel like scoob just vomits mayonnaise and that's it that's that's the comic for the day i literally just read that comic what the fuck yeah. <laughs> i love this so it's like that for about 10 comics oh no and and then um and then it and then things happen. I'm not gonna say what, but there's some very good um, Junji Ito-esque heavy detailed body horror. Extremely extremely good. High quality. Like, just horror bits. Just all of a sudden. And then it turns into a full-ass battle manga. But with early cartoons I, I i was in shock and awe upon consuming this piece of media and by the time i had stopped i was fully up to date through 120 chapters about and it was like 4 a.m this is officially my favorite piece of media ever created by a human person because it is a, not only is it a full-ass battle manga, it is good, the writing is solid, the character interactions and motivations are so, so quality. They're, think of, it's literally just Jojo. But, but instead of stands, they're called Ballyhoos, and here we go. So... A, a cartoon character's <gasps> ballyhoo energy is is determined by how many how many human souls and eyes love and 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 like partake in that character's media. So Mickey Mouse is like like an old god. Bugs Bunny is like a deific being, and they foreshadow at the beginning. There's like a like Mickey shows up and Mickey looks fucking terrifying. He is like the the first jump scare you're going to get in that fucking comic cuz he looks like a Cthulhu eldritch being and it's fucking terrifying. And he just hands Shaggy this framed picture of Goku and he's like hold this it'll be useful later. It it does end up being useful later. I before I don't I don't want to get too into this because I honestly think that if you enjoy things at all you need to read <laughs> Scoob and Shag because like what the fuck even is this <laughs> It 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 is it's just it's just good man and all of the all of the ballyhoos 
are named after animation and uh, cartoon television stuff. So like uh, Popeyes, Ballyhoo. I'm gonna stop name dropping characters. So you, so you'll have the good experience. So some 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 notable Ballyhoo's that I will name are Frame by Frame, Power as in the power button, Channel, Picture in Picture. On demand, jump cut. It's just good. It's just good, man. And there's some cartoon characters where where you're like, ah, oh, they won't be in. They're super in. They're super in, and they're probably like a god beast villain, and they're amazing. Like these fights are so good. Please, everybody listening to this, please, for the love of God read scoob and shag you'll thank me later <laughs> i don't know what to say what the well, fuck <laughs> what? it's just good i can't say any more aside from just fucking read it <laughs> it's what like the fuck? it's unbelievable okay another another like honorable mention of a point is when bugs bunny shows up he does like the bugs bunny fourth wall break of like he turns to the to the viewer and he's like get a load of this guy and and like shaggy turns to like the other characters and he's like who's he talking to <laughs> and, because it's they they don't they don't see and, and they're like it's said that if one individual has that much ballyhoo power they can actually hear the voices of the old gods. <laughs> it's so good! What the fuck? It's so good, dude. I I, I can't. Like, this, <laughs> this, is, this is it. They have a Patreon. Please, for the love of God, if you enjoy this stuff, give this person money. Because God... God fucking damn it, dude. This is, this is high art. That's amazing. What the fuck? It's so good. Oh my god. It gets deeper. The writing gets gets better. The art becomes absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> and it's like the stupidest bullshit ever. But it's it's so good. It's just oh. It's good. Everyone read Scooby Check. Okay. <sighs> All right, you've convinced me. I'm I've got it open. I guess I'm just gonna fucking binge through this tonight. Do it. Absolutely like live message at me your reactions so I so I can so I can experience it again for the first time with you. I I will. Oh my god. I I don't even know what to think. I'm absolutely like just fucked up. I wasn't expecting any of the words that just came out of your mouth. And the fact yeah, that right? all of them came out in con in concession in concession to each other, like I I I don't know what to th I don't know what to do. Also, you hate body horror, so I'm gonna have to trust you that this is uh, especially phenomenal because otherwise, oh, it's amazing. It's it's fucking amazing. There's a scene with Barney Rubble, and it's pretty terrifying. All right. Um. Anyways, do you have any anime to talk about, Maggie? <laughs> oh, you know what? I do have I do have an anime that I want to talk about because um watched season season i watched episode two recently and um it's called two year eternity it's one of the spring anime that's coming out right now uh it is phenomenal at showing off 
a sad situation and then making you genuinely feel for every character involved in that sad situation. It's so it like takes uh takes place sort of following this creature that's uh, alien or supernatural or something, but it shows up and then it starts like mimicking the things around it, and it just so happens to um come across a wolf in the Arctic that dies, and oh, it no. takes over the it takes over the life of the wolf and finds the person who owned it. So the first episode, you're basically following this wolf and you're following this dude who is just isolated in the middle of like the Antarctic. And everyone has left to try and find a place that isn't as devastated. But the like the story is so well told, and the characters are so relatable that like I cried several times. And I know I'm very uh, prone to crying. I cry almost all the time. But um, yeah, no, it was it was like truly deeply devastating. And I haven't felt this way about an anime since I watched Made in Abyss. And if you haven't seen Made in Abyss... Oh, wow. Like, yeah, okay, sorry, you've seen Made in Abyss, yeah? Yes, I have. Holy shit. So, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a, it's a short series based off of a manga, but it takes place in this wonderful, amazing world, and you follow these two little kids who sort of, like, are experiencing this amazing, phenomenal world, and then the more they learn about it, the more it becomes horrifying and gruesome and just devastating until, like, yeah. it just, it's so absolutely devastating. Like, I was broken by the last episode. I think I sobbed for, like, a full day. And, um, this, it fills me with the same wonder that Made an Abyss did, and the, the sadness feels as authentic as it did there. So, it's not nearly as gruesome <laughs> in certain situations yet, but, um, it's... Yeah, Made an Abyss is, like, fucking grotesque sometimes i know but you never expect it to be like you're going through it and you're like oh you know cute lolly shit and like oh they're so great yeah. blah, blah blah and then it's like oh he's a robot it's blah, blah, blah. like no and then they fucking whip out that sequence where she's like oh here's her arm and i'm like oh yeah whoa, it's, whoa. yeah yeah <laughs> she gets pretty she gets it pretty bad yeah and then we're not even gonna <laughs> talk about little bunny chan like fuck that anyways anyways my point my point is that it's it's yeah. a very good series to your eternity and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes because I don't truly wow. understand what the plot is, but I'm very invested in the story. Cool. I do have an anime to bring. Yes. Have you seen Neon Genesis Evangelion? Recently, actually. Because I never have. I okay. know, right? Okay. No, no, no. It's I... fine because I also hadn't for a long time, and I thought I was the outcast. Sorry. Tell me. Tell me what you thought about it because I've got some fucking qualms. I haven't seen the movies, but um, watched it. We're watching the the netflix yeah Same. show and we're on like episode three so far and because i've never experienced it i wanted to experience it with louise as well mm. and and we both get to the point where we can only wa watch one episode yeah. a day because the episode will end and it'll be like that's really it's really fucking sad Let's just put on some Pui Pui Molkar to, like, feel better about ourselves. Because, like, that's... It's like you're watching a friend, like, commit self-harm. Yes! It is like, like that. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Holy shit. Please stop doing this to yourself. For real! Like, okay, I started watching it with my brother. We got to episode 7, and then we literally stopped. He was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. It's it's yeah. physically killing me to do this, and I was like, "Yes, I'm watching it alone." Yeah. Oh my god. It's just it's just like it's just wump. That's all it is, right? It's just like pure unadulterated sadness yeah. pursued and pushed, and you're like, 
well, I'm rooting for him, but he never wins. Yeah, he doesn't. He just he's just he just keeps taking those L's, and he keeps pushing through it, being like, "It's just how it's got to be. I've got a pilot. I got to be the. I, it, people are depending on me." And I'm like, "Shinji, get out of the robot, Shinji." Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up relating to a lot of this story mm-hmm. a lot as someone who was very heavily affected by her parents' expectations growing up as a child. So, can't wait for that. Uh, just just a good time. Yeah. That's that's all I've got for anime though. Have you sorry, I'm going to I'm going to keep on this train for just a second longer. Totally. Have you cuz I don't I don't know if you are one to partake in Best Girl Wars when you when you join in on an anime. Sure. So, uh the original Best Girl War was between Rei and Asuka. And yes. have you met Asuka yet? You said you're three episodes in, right? I, I do know about Asuka. But you haven't met her yet, right? I have mm. read the manga to oh, the okay. point of her introduction and her first fight. And I understand her character. Okay. Um, I have a thing with Tsundere's. It's just, it's, yes. it's just yes. the way it is. Uh, okay. And also, I don't have a thing for the doormat uh, p- complacent trash characters who are terrible and do nothing um so asuka is infinitely better than rei no questions asked i absolutely adore asuka i will die for her and her struggle through the series when she's introduced to like how it sits to the end pre-movies um it i i i die for her because i feel everything she feels i understand her character i understand where she's coming from her her outgoingness and like the way she handles situations i feel so heavily for it so um i want to know your opinions on her when she she shops she shops up pops up can't wait yeah can't wait because right now the only character i have is pure sadness coon (laughs) (laughs) and hot mom and hot mom yeah she's she's good and i'm like i wonder where his now I'm like, I wonder where Shinji's real mom is. Huh. She's nowhere in the show. We only have his dad, and he's a real piece of butt. And very, very young as a child, I was spoiled on the big kaboom of this show. So, but as in all good writing, it is always about the how and never the what. So I can't wait to get there. On that note, um... Even knowing the big kaboom of the story, still watching it, there's a point, I want to say it's episode, like, 21, where everything sort of just, like, it, it's it's progressing, 21 hits, and you go fucking hard right. And um, apparently that's also when the, the, the movies are supposed to sort of, like, take on different ends. So- Oh, yeah, okay. I get it. So even if you watch the series all the way through, you're really only getting ending one. So um, let me know how you feel about it. Because even knowing what, what the situation is, the way they went about it in ending one, I literally left the show going, huh? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Okay. Um, so so let me know when you get to that point. Because I, I also want to know when you reach the fuck is going on. That's really like near-esque. In that, like, near only really starts to make sense after you've played it through at least twice. Mm. It, it, like, different, like, if you get to credits, it's like, you're not done the game. If you get to credits five times, then you're done the game. And you'll fucking know when you're done the game. Because it, 
It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's the ultimate form of point of no return. The trope. Oh. It's, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers for Near Replicant and Gestalt. Five, four, three, two, one. Maggie, would you like to hear what happens at the end? Sure, I've never beaten the games, let's go. Yeah, at the end of Near Replicant mm. slash Gestalt, uh, the game basically just nukes all of your save files. There is an in-canon universe reason for this. And like that's the most point of no return, because it's just like, it's gone, bitch. What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my house? <laughs> All right. Spo spoilers are off now. We're back. So it was like a... It was like a fucking 20 second long spoiler cast. I'm so <laughs> offended. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty, it's pretty great. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Well, anyways. I, I assure you, getting to the point is even more like emotionally devastating than anything you could possibly be thinking about. Ugh, I, I, <clears throat> that's a rough game. Yeah, that's fair. That game fucks you up. Yeah. See, I think the reason I never I never pushed too far into it is because truly like the opening scene is disconnected from from the the main part of the game to my knowledge. And um, I've got such a problem when it's like, here's a dad who's doing everything for his kid. And I'm like, I can't do this. So it's really bad. Okay. It gets so bad. If you can't handle that shit, like in your heart, like don't, don't, don't play that game. Well, that's why, like literally the first sequence, I was like, wow, I'm devastated from just having to do this. And then like, yeah, just, just up until time skip, I'm like, yeah that's that's a rough one yeah so all right last last thing to add about <clears throat> evangelion wow those shots and the color palettes that they use are like they're so whoa. good they're so whoa. fucking good like for the first seven so episodes good. literally kept pausing the show because like i was just staring i was like <gasps> and my brother plus the soul the entire time is like stop i just want to get through the episode please and i'm like but have you have you seen this? Are you looking with your eyes? But look at this composition. So good. The composition, the effects, like the actual like character uh poses, so fucking good. Oh my god. It's amazing. It's very it's very good. Surprise, Evangelion, one of the probably most well-known anime is good. I know, right? Surprise. Here is the hot podcast verdict. Evangelion, thumbs up. <laughs> a good one yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah so that's it for our anime dessert and let's take a question let's do it from our big piles of listener emails let me let me just let me <clears throat> just uh Let me just find That's it. it. That's the one. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I like this one better. All right, here we go. <laughs> this one here. Read this one. All right, this one comes in from Calvin. Oh my god, Calvin! Thanks for writing in, Calvin. All right, listener question: What's a game you wanted to love but just couldn't? 
Thanks for writing in, Calvin. Thanks. You know what? Um, With a name like Calvin, I can't I can't help but assume that he, he's very handsome and generous and a thoughtful person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Do he got a booty though? Uh yes, <laughs> yes. I bet you. All right. Do. I I am not. I, I am not like prone to objectifying our <laughs> listeners, but only because you know him personally. Oh yeah, of course. And I will let this slide. <laughs> <laughs> he also knows I feel this way about his ass. It is a fact. <laughs> like this is not a kept secret. Okay. All right. Let me see. Let me let me dig through my own mind and see if I can't think of something that. Like look through my game shelf. <laughs> um. Honestly, the only thing I can think of is the witness. <laughs> like right off the top of my head and um so you know what now that i've calmed down a little bit let me let me go off about the witness for a second how do you feel about that yeah okay so the witness by one jonathan blow now jonathan can blow my fucking cock because i absolutely am personally victimized by this game um i love puzzle games i adore them i i pride myself in being able to solve riddles being able to solve puzzles i love concepts i like learning things because it really do feel like math and your girl's not good at math so when she solves something with the set of rules that she has been given it makes me feel very smart it makes me like uh understand like the problem solving part of my brain is still very much in use and uh i like i like feeling like i am able to solve those things and it's not to say like when puzzles get too tough, I just break down and cry because I'm weak or something. It's like, puzzles need to make sense. If I am given the solution to a puzzle, and there is no reasonable way to get from point A to point B, then that's not a good puzzle. And maybe it's just me, but like, if you have people, like hordes, with comments on your shit that are like, this is notoriously difficult. This is notoriously confusing. This doesn't really make sense, but this is the rule. Uh, this rule doesn't particularly apply here, even though it's the rule for all of the other puzzles, etc., etc. Like, there is one that is a sound puzzle, alright? There's a section of the game where you have to go through and you have to listen to the register of a sound. And depending on which parts of it are higher, which parts of it are lower, you then have to, like, plug in into, like, a wave-looking puzzle thing, right? But the thing is, if you've got bad audio on your television, that puzzle now is useless. Like, you can't do much with that puzzle. And me living in a house with five other people, it's impossible for you to have a reasonable sound. And I can't use headphones because it becomes one of those things where if I'm needed, I'm being called on, I can't afford to put that time towards this game. And I understand the idea is that some games aren't for everybody, fine. But you've got sound games, sound, sorry, sound puzzles like that. You've got puzzles with flashing and continuous technicolor lights that caused me, who is not prone to seizures, eye strain and like head strain. And then you also have puzzles that begin to move in either rotating motion or like forward backward motions, which is, and I do suffer from fucking dizziness. Like I don't have vertigo but it runs in my family, so it might be the onsets of it. Like, literally watching something, like, flash across my screen at high speeds, or move back and forth, depending on which way my cursor has to move to try and fucking solve a puzzle, absolutely made me almost vomit. And those are the types of puzzles that you have. That's not even a brain exercise. What that is, is, like, motion sickness. (laughs) Like, that's what that is. 
but it was renowned and it was this huge thing and it won awards and it was like critically acclaimed and even like Shusa, you said you've only heard good things about the witness yeah. so when i went into it i was like so excited for the concept of being able to solve these puzzles figure it out blah blah, blah. even just the first section of this game when you come out of the entryway and you like if you you can it's free so you can go wherever you want but like symmetry island and the deserts when i figured out how to do those puzzles i felt like the smartest person in the world i was so excited for it but the jungle doesn't make any fucking sense the fucking swamp area with the tetris blocks there are some things that like really absolutely killed me to try and figure out the uh the bunker situation with the colors broke my face like i there was just so many different things that it's like okay cool i really want to put effort towards this but it's draining me giving me a headache making me feel sick like this is not a functional game anymore like now this is something that's just meticulous and and like rude for no reason and it it broke my heart because i really wanted to love this game i put so much time into it i hurt myself to play this game and like i just can't i can't stand by it by any means because it's just so over the top if you're going to introduce a bunch of different things then you should absolutely have a warning somewhere that says hey at certain points of the game you might experience these things be aware of them avoid them if possible make them optional puzzles because the entire game is full of optional puzzles but the ones that are like the most jarring the most like devastating to your psyche your psyche and your equilibrium like those ones are mandatory so that's frustrating as shit wow. <laughs> i don't think you should ever like design a game that literally hurts your player yeah and it's like okay maybe you don't suffer from seizures or vertigo or whatever fucking other things that might have you know been gone off but like there's so much thought put into this game whereas like perspective causes a huge issue if you turn your fucking camera 30 degrees to the right you don't see something but if you turn it 45 degrees to the right then you fucking experience this beautiful perspective work between statues that paints this beautiful thing colors are a really big use in this it is gorgeous to look at and i felt so like cheated because the game hurt me so much in the things that it was meant to do but in the ambience around you it was like so meticulously carved out like you gotta pick a fucking lane do you want to fuck me up or do you want me to marvel at your splendor you gotta pick one i don't know damn that's how i feel that's rough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how about you? I have two answers for this question. Okay. Dearest Kelvin. Uh, the first one, mm-hmm. is, this is a short answer. I really wanted to love Portal because I watched a lot of videos that were talking about like the sick-ass lore and stuff in Portal, and I love puzzle games. I played Portal. And I enjoyed the gameplay. I enjoyed the everything. But I physically cannot play that game. Because, like, the motion blur and the way that it just plays makes me so, so sick. That's fair. That's reasonable, yeah. And, like, it's so tragic because I love everything about that game. Mm-hmm. But I just I just can't play it. That's fair. Alright. Because when you said you didn't like... Sorry. When you said Portal, I was like, how can you not love Portal? Because I... Yeah. I adore Portal I love so the much. Shit out of Portal. I played I, it. I love Portal. Yeah, I played it when it didn't like. I wasn't really affected by a lot of motion motion movements. So like when mm. when my onslaught light of Vertigo. So oh my God, anytime yeah. I'm in a VR set, like I fucked. So my my point is just like Portal. When I played it, I was like, yes. I haven't played it since, but I, I'm worried now I won't be able to go back and do all my co-op Portal Two stuff again for the eighth yeah. time. Yeah, 
This is when I was a kid, too. Really? Yeah, like... It, I just couldn't do Which is weird, because I, I played Bayonetta, and Bayonetta has sequences where you are fighting, and literally the entire world is, like, flipping all upside down around you as you fight. And I don't know how I was able to do that, but... <laughs> Long answer is uh, Warframe. I love Warframe. I love every single thing about Warframe. Mm -hmm. The art style, everything. I have... Hold on, let me just get my hour count. Okay. To let you know that I am qualified to say these things about the video game. Mm -hmm. I have played a fuck-ass shit ton of Warframe. I have logged in at least 530 hours. Holy shit. Game, okay. Playing both alone and with uh, Louise. And I love it. I love everything about it. That game doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't work sometimes. Okay. I'll, I unlock, like, a sick-ass hover skateboard, and once you get it, you find out that there's, like, a sick-ass, like, just built-in, uh, like, Tony Hawk trick system that you can just do. You can just do it. Okay. And you get, and you get points, and it's like, sick air, bro! And it's, like, this is a Space Ninja sci-fi video game okay but you get the thing as a mount and you can progress through the open world segments faster okay. and they just have sick ass tony hawk tricks that they just don't even mention it's like by the way you can just do this okay like i love that okay yeah, yeah. i love that i will then get on my sick ass skateboard yeah and i will then clip through the floor and fall through the world and I will just be helpless, and I can't do anything, and I'm looking up like, well, I guess I'll fucking die then. And this is, like, during, like, a raid boss mission. No! Where every single person needs to pull their weight, or else you can't clear the mission. Oh my god. And it's like, sorry guys, I just fell through the world because this game is broken and doesn't work. Oh my god, that's so frustrating. If you are listening to this episode, Sam... I love you. Sam is a friend that I have at Digital Extreme. Oh, okay. Who is, who is the lead level designer. Oh my god. Sam, I love you, but it just like a language that needs to be learned, if you are ever new to Warframe, fucking good luck <laughs> navigating any of those levels because they are all procedurally generated. So it's like, yeah, they're generated as in chunks and the chunks are attached through through uh, corridors procedurally so warframe has like sick ass parkour ninja movement mm -hmm. i love it playing that game trying to understand the level design as a complete newbie is a goddamn nightmare missions that are supposed to be like completable in like 10 minutes took me well over a half hour just because the the infrastructure the way things are placed are like fucked and you know how games will be like here is the objective and they just have a line at the top of the screen yeah, yeah. and as you turn your camera around it's like th it's this way yeah. yeah that does fuck all when you're when your level is like a, an apartment building complex with so many different like secret holes and crannies and different entrances so like annoying. it's it is so infuriating it sucks and like there are so many amazing things that work well with Warframe. Mm -hmm. I I love Warframe because I love speedrunning. Yeah. And and the movement system in Warframe like has such a 
such an amazing like skill floor and ceiling mm-hmm. that it's easy to do it and it's fucking dope as hell when you do it mm-hmm. and then you can if you want to you can get deeper in to the real speed optimization and do like speed clears for missions there was a pretty pretty long mission where you had to find an assassination target kill them and then reach extraction point and i i got so good at that that i was able to clear it like in less than 30 seconds i mean that's impressive like just like with wall jumping and like wall running and it's all all using all of those techniques and like rolls and slides Mm -hmm. it felt fucking amazing when warframe is good it's amazing but then you'll just want to do your sick-ass skateboard tricks, and y- you can't, because you'll just die, I guess. Because it just doesn't... Shit just doesn't work. And it's like, how did this get through testing? <laughs> how did how does this happen? Like, it's so bonkers. Also, if anyone from Digital Extremes is listening to this podcast episode... Please, for the love of God, let me move my Switch account to PlayStation 4. What? What? Like, why isn't this a thing? I play Final Fantasy fourteen, mm. and depend like no matter what you're playing on, you can play with anyone mm-hmm. because that shit's crossplay. Yeah, yeah. I like and like whatever. Like, sure, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen because Warframe's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> but. Like okay, okay. Uh, indie indie dev in London, Ontario, compared to Square Enix giant monster. Mm-hmm. Sure, at the very least, give me cross save. There is no reason that like I have to start my five hundred hour account from the beginning just to play on PlayStation. Like fuck off with that noise. Yeah. So there you go, Calvin. Thanks for that question. <laughs> Thanks. That was a great question. Let me think about. Being really sad and wanting to not be sad. <laughs> yeah, I like I love Warframe. I love everything about Warframe, but that game is really hard to love sometimes, mm. and it sucks because I love everything about it and I want it to succeed. But Jesus fucking Christ, dude, <laughs> come come the fuck on. So, not this not this question related, but can I plug something just just because I, sure. I I was reminded of it recently. Go nuts. Cool. Uh. So if you're interested in making games and you you enjoy level design or animation or whatever the fuck else you want, uh, there are a couple of jams that that are going on in the soon oh. times if you're intrigued to try and do a game jam. Um, and we'll be joining, right, Maggie? Together as friends. If you if you want, we can. I I'm sh- I'm shit at programming though. Cool. <laughs> Uh, sorry. So there's two. There's two out right now that I I find particularly good because I I literally did one of them with a couple of friends. wasn't great, cool. but I did it. And uh, the, the other one I actually just help organize. So if you're interested, um, the Toronto Game Jam will be going on from May 14th to the 16th. Uh, so if you're interested in making a game, join, signing up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, by all means, go right ahead. You can figure it out at Toe Jam dot itch.io and also at toejam.com i believe there's a twitter you can figure it out <laughs> i'll leave a link in the description 
There's also uh, the Narrative Game Jam, which is a smaller jam. I think this is their second one. They're not annual. They do it like every couple of months or whatever. Um, this narrative, like the Narrative Game Jam, does hella long jams. Like it's like two weeks they give you to put in a game. Ideally, because it's you're writing a story, right? And you want to to focus on the story. But um, that is going on from April 27th until May 6th. So if you're interested in that, then uh, Toe Jam and the Narrative Driven Story Jam are uh, are uh, going on soon. That sounds really good, especially if you're trying to get into writing. Yeah, definitely give that a look. I I'll be I'll be there. Yeah, I'll send you the link too. It's pretty good. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, because I I did the the Narrative Jam with my friend Josh and their friend Dylan, and uh, we we put out a, a dinky little story which is why i learned how to use twine and then started working cool. on something that i never finished hey um ain't that just the way <laughs> ain't that just the way yeah yeah so i i super recommend learn how to learn how to find your voice in your writing use twine twine is so easy to use oh yeah i'm i'm finding that voice right now with writing my oc stuff hell yes it's incredibly fun Writing is incredibly fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. From baby writer. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's art in words. It is art in words. You're absolutely right. Which is not easier. No. At all. Oh God, no. <laughs> I, it shit's hard as fuck. Holy ravioli. Okay. So here's a tip. Here's a little writing tip from your girl Maggie. Um, um, if you are trying to get a point across and you are not articulate or your lexicon isn't as advanced as you would have hoped, then don't use words at a level you are not at. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't be out here saying shit like, the Karelian waves brushed against the rocky grains of the isle. Like, no! Bitch, just say that the fucking water crashed against the shore. It's like, you do not yeah. need to impress anyone with the words. It is how those words are interpreted and make you feel. That is so much yeah. more important. Telling a, you're, you're telling a gosh dang story. That's that's the main that's the main goal that you're trying to do is just communicate the story. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. So like, it. <sighs> not important rant just if you're going to write something use simple words get your point across the implication the meaning behind the words is so much more important than the words you use that's 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 the gist so anyways i think that's i think that's good <laughs> i think we can wrap now all right uh where can cool. people find you maggie if they would like to consume your art <laughs> oh shit i was gonna talk about artful Okay, Maggie, would you like to talk about Artful? It's not sorry. like we have a timer or anything going. Okay, I'm sorry, like, alright. Fuck, no, I'm just joking. Just please, please go ahead, my dear. Sorry, there's a new <laughs> app coming out now, or it's come out now. It's called Artful, it's like for artists. If, you, if you've not heard of it, I super recommend it, it's very cute. And all of your faves are like throwing all of their shit on it, piece by piece, slowly, slowly. And it's just really cool. nice to, it is, it's really good. I super recommend. I'm, I'm now on Artful at 
Cool. I'm on everything at Mr. Tree Fingers Art or Mr. Tree Fingers. You can find me on Artful. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and even Tumblr if you really wanted to search. Wow. Um, yeah. Now, what about you, Trucy? Where can they find you? You can find me at Trucy with three U's on Twitter. Wow. And uh, Trucy.ca. Also, Trucy on itch.io. Yes. <laughs> and. I also have an Instagram at Trucy Art. Basically, yeah. just Google my first name. I'll probably be there. No one else has my weird jank ass name except for a fictional character in Ace Attorney. Jank ass name. Anyways, um, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Hot Podcast. And again, if you have a question, comments, or concerns that you would like to send to us, then you can send them at hotpodcastmail at gmail.com that is hotpodcastmail at gmail.com now just to clear up the misconception here if you want to send in a question it doesn't have to be good oh <laughs> so dear listeners if you want to send us a really funny meme that you saw Fucking do it, bro. Mm. If you can't write, but you want to tell us a thing, do it. Because mm. I can't write either. But mm. here I am. Listen, I've had to publish a game with someone who couldn't write. So yeah, like, exactly. I'm more than fine with a, a fan or listener being like, hey, I can't write, but here, go, up, 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 up. I'd be like, um, yes, thank you, delicious. Yeah, hearing that anecdote was very, very painful. Oh, there's a full four paragraphs. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I really don't want to hear more of that person's writing. Because it sounds like I like if I could if I could put like if I could basically just encapsulate like racial discrimination and transphobia that I've experienced in my life <laughs> into a paragraph, it'd probably end up being something like that. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to the Hot Podcast, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs> Your writing was so bad, it gave me transphobic flashbacks. <laughs> that, is, that is so cruel. And that is so funny. It's okay, they'll never listen to this. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so that's a wrap. That's a wrap.